Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. So this weather is just haywire. Uh, as you say, another 510 uh, blowing around. It feels like it could be mid-Feb right now. Uh, didn't uh, Didn't expect it to be this bad or did we i don't know i was kind of bracing myself for it but at the same time i'm still optimistic and looking ahead to where it's plus eight by sunday well see that's what i kept thinking yesterday because i was like oh man like this is just gonna melt like do i really need to shovel my driveway you know and gladly i did because i live kind of in a bit of an open area and it Mm -hmm. all blew onto my driveway this morning when i came out i couldn't even leave my my driveway without shoveling this morning and if i hadn't have shoveled yesterday it would have been even worse so Thankfully, I did. Well, I'm assuming, and that's also probably the thought process behind not plowing all the roads, but down Fairmore this morning, it's pretty much one lane, and it's pulling you everywhere. Like, we're all in a line driving slow this morning to get here. It's pretty much my favorite thing, though. Just ripping around the streets. Well, at the time Christine? I come to work, yeah, yeah no at else, the time right? I come to work is, is like there is, is no traffic. <laughs> I've said this before. There are police officers, there are taxis, but there's nowhere to go, even if you were going to be yeah. in a taxi anyway. And there's drunk people who shouldn't be swerving. Like, they're not swerving intentionally. Yeah, those are the ones you got to watch for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> watch those guys for sure. Uh, Turnbull, what happened to you this morning? You got accosted by some creepo, followed you to work. That was a little bit weird, yeah. Can then I, I showed up here, and I don't know where this car came from, because, like, when I turned off Osborne to come into the back lane, I don't remember there being a car behind me. All of a sudden, I'm in the back lane, and there's a car behind me, and I pull into my parking spot, and he stops right beside me and rolls down his window, and he's like, hey, man, like, can you help me out with some gas? And I was what? like, uh, I got nothing on me, man. Sorry. He's like, oh. Like, what kind of gas was he looking yeah. for? Fuel? Or well, I said, are you like Russian running on gas. empty? He's like, yeah, man, I've been ri- driving 10 miles on E. Oh, no. I was like, are you on E, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Old enough to not make weird posts on Instagram? Kind of. Not really. Blink-182, what's my age again on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City. Good morning. It's Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. So Travis Barker, uh, he's been married a couple times. He was married in the early 2000s to Melissa Kennedy. Mm-hmm. He was married to uh, Shanna Mokler. Yeah, that's the, the loud blonde one. She was a rock. I don't know. Uh, she, she got a bunch of reality shows and stuff after oh, that. Yeah. She was like a Miss uh, Miss USA pageant. Uh, yeah. Like one of these pageant queens, right? And uh, Travis Barker, you know, a, a drummer, he's pretty cool. One of the most successful drummers of, of all time as far as, uh, you know, album sales, popularity. Everybody seems to like Travis Barker. Hell, the guy survived a plane crash. Yeah, no kidding. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of like, just regular people that know drummers' names, right? Travis Barker's one of the ones that everyone knows who Travis Barker is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even big rock fans would be like, hey, who's the drummer of the Foo Fighters? And you'd be like, oh, nah. take you a second. You'd be like, oh, Taylor Hawkins, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Travis yeah. Barker, maybe it's because all the tattoos. I don't know. Blink-182 is just... You know, of that age where, uh, you know, the millennials were, were coming up and, and did he do a reality show of some kind too? I the don't Barkers. remember. Yeah. There was one. Yeah. With, with the blonde wife. Oh, with Mokler. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Moxie. Um, and then he just did a bunch of things where he was being, because he, he, I think has a studio or he's helping lots of bands. So he, he has lots of features mm. on a lot of newer bands. So mm. him and Machine Gun Belly, Kelly are best friends. <laughs> Machine yeah. Gun Belly. I want to see Kelly, that band. Uh, yeah. And he's, yeah. And he's dating, um. Megan Fox, the hottie. Um, so the, the four of them are always together at NBA games because Travis Barker has courtside seats. Of course he does. He's got so courtside seats them. and he's got uh, Kourtney Kardashian. Oh, you watch basketball now? No, I, <laughs> no, I saw it on entertainment. Hello. Basketball, yeah, right. Um, so Travis Barker has been with Kourtney Kardashian for a little while now. and yeah, weird. 
It's an interesting mix. Like, I just don't picture him at the Hollywood hoity-toity uh, country club with his face tattoos. I think that uh, their publicist probably set them up. One oh, of those, one of those kind of, I don't know, maybe like they, I don't know. I don't trust any relationships anymore. After watching the show Flack, I've learned how most of that stuff is done, and I'm like, no, I don't buy it. Well, Travis Barker has got uh, Courtney's name tattooed on him now, and oh. and you oh, know, so serious. Oh, oh yeah, wow. you know, yeah, he waited a week, <laughs> so you know this is uh, this is very serious. That's like the whole so Pete Davidson stupid. Ariana Grande thing, remember? Yeah, 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 he had the Playboy Bunny tattoo, yeah. her logo, her logo, yeah, tattooed. Um, so him and Courtney Kardashian, uh, she posts the other day that uh, she's like all sprawled out, right? Like just uh, just right in this, you know. Pool shot, I assume. Yeah, pool shot, like <laughs> yeah. this mermaid pose kind of thing. And then he just like straight up writes, I dream of having sex with you all day. <laughs> That's his comment. It's like, I dude, mean, so do I, but uh, I don't yeah. put that on Instagram. Well, look, some people go to Arby's for a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's play a little game, shall we? Okay. You like I love games? Yeah, I do like games. Okay. Yep. Uh, there is a website magazine, Loudwire. Yeah. That uh, big music sort of publication. database publication. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, they came out with this list the other day. And I thought it was kind of interesting. I want to put you guys to the test. So okay. back in the 70s specifically, they just focused on the 70s era. Mm-hmm. They said there's these songs, you know, they're so they're played so often. They're, you know, ingrained in everybody that you should be able to recognize what song they are by just the first couple chords. The first sure. the first seconds even of okay. the song. Okay. okay. So. I'm going to play. I got, I got just seconds of songs here. Okay. And, and feel free to play along too. 762 if you can text fast enough. So uh, just, you know, buzz in with your name or whatever and see okay. who, who goes well, first. Well, okay. I think we'll know the difference out. between our names. <laughs> yeah. Or between like okay. our voices. Okay. Yeah. First song. Oh, that's uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Oh. Uh, name the song. Oh, uh, Crazy Train. No. Or, I mean, uh, oh, that's Black Sabbath. Uh, it's Black Sabbath. Yeah. I know. It's, it's. Uh, <laughs> Paranoid. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, yeah. Sorry. That's we good. play yeah, all these yeah. songs so yes. often. I'm yes. like, oh, it's it's one of the yeah. It's it's one of those. Here's the next one. That's a lot. Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Layla. That's correct. Yeah. That is correct. How about this one? That's uh Sweet Leaf. Or that's nope. uh sitting on a park. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> animals? Are nope. the animals? No. Nope. Oh, God, no. no. That's not the doors. That's, I know. Uh, that is Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull. Oh, Tull. Thank you. Yeah. 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 How about this one? Oh, that's a stairway. That's a stairway right to heaven. Yeah. yeah. Led Zeppelin. Nobody knows what it's like to be lonely. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? Um, behind Blue. Uh, no. Behind Blue Eyes. Is it Behind Blue Eyes? By Limp Biscuit, I believe. Yeah. 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 Next one. Oh, that's, uh, oh, God. Uh, psychedelic 70, 73, 70. Um, that is, well, it's, it's, it's on the uh, it's on the Days and Confused soundtrack. It reminds soundtrack. me of Days and Confused. Yeah, it's, Always um, does. And why? It's not um, Rick Derringer. It's uh, the think, other one. Think of the song name. I mean, hey, what are they? They're School's all, out, Alice yeah, Cooper. That's what it is. I literally just that's played, I just recorded my, sh- like my show in Ottawa. I literally just played this song, School's <laughs> Out, two seconds ago. That's how good my memory is. Okay, next. The weed's working this morning. Oh, that's Smoke on the Water, smoke Deep Purple. Smoke on the Water, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, oh, come on. Dream on, Aerosmith. <laughs> Just steamrolling through this. Oh, this is, uh... Let it, uh Freebird. Skinner, Freebird. Freebird, yeah. Skinner, yeah. All it needs is the one chord. <laughs> that's Pink money. Yeah. <laughs> Cash oh. register. Yeah. <laughs> this one might be difficult. Oh, uh, that's, that's uh, Stevie uh, Nicks. Yeah. 
Damn yeah. it. Fleetwood uh, Mac, Neil Fleetwood Song. Mac, yeah. Uh, Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Yeah. It is Rhiannon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. One of them. Three more left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't fear the Reaper. Yes. That's Blue Oyster Cowbell. Cult. <laughs> Hotel California. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles. Yeah. Last one. Oh, Barracuda. Look at that, yeah. eh? Hard. Just from the first yeah. second of these songs. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. even. Yeah. I mean, I should know. I'm, but that's the thing. Like, they all kind of blend together. You some of them sound the same as some of the other ones. I guarantee right? you, I could yeah. talk up to the vocals on any one yeah. of those songs. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Stairway, because it's like eight minutes long. I could have a whole conversation and talk right up to the vocal. Winnipeg's Rock Station 92.1 City. It's funny, working in radio, people are like, oh, you must know music. You must know a ton about music. You always get that, right? And it's like, yep. man, I, I honestly know the first five seconds and the last five seconds of every song. If you ask me to sing along to, like, <laughs> the main lyrics, like, if I was to do any one of those songs that you just mentioned at karaoke, I would get, like, the first verse, and then I would be able to get, like, the tail end of the yeah, song, I, and that's I, it. I think you'd surprise yourself, actually, because there's Maybe. times where we're in the studio here, and you're, like, you're ringing the chimes that happen of the, you know, three yeah. minutes into a song, and, you know, like, you, you, I think you'd surprise yourself at how well you know that the actual music. When I lived in Lloyd, they used to do Name That Tonight. It was really fun. So every yeah. table would be a team and then if they'd play just like what you did the first couple seconds and everybody would want me on their team and I'm like, you guys, they're all blended together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, song <laughs> yeah. intros, especially like Aussie stuff and like yeah. it's all, like after a while I'm just, but you get you get to earn like bar cash and stuff. It was actually really fun. Yeah, I did that one time. There was, uh, I was working in, in Kamloops actually and there was a Name That Tune thing at the bar and I was like, oh no, like I'm, you know what I mean. I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. I don't wanna. And there's this girl and she like steamrolled everybody and I was like, you know what? F this. <laughs> so I got I got up. I'm like, you're not you're not getting the bar tab, yeah. fifty bucks or whatever. Yeah. And she actually worked at, at the at one of the other radio stations. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that at the time, but she was uh, she thought she was really good at it. And then I got up there, and, and it was like a mix of music too. It wasn't just like classic rock. Right. It was like all genres, and like you, that, I actually surprised myself with a little bit of the other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, you got kids, right? Yeah. My kids listen to the pop. That's right. You knew the, you knew the intro <laughs> to, know the to Everybody Backstreet's Back. You know oh. that intro. Do you guys have any irrational fears when you were a child? Like things that, I know there's like the classic monster under the bed, but maybe something you saw in a movie. I had two pretty big ones. I was like, uh, after... I. I watched Twister when I was very young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was terrified of tornadoes. Yeah. I hated sandcastles because I watched an episode of Rescue 911 hosted by William Shatner. No big deal. Um, and this kid climbed into a sandcastle and it collapsed on him. Now, it was Rescue 911. Unsolved Mysteries was on after on the Friday night. <laughs> yeah. So Unsolved Mysteries were the ones where like people like actually died. Rescue 911, the helicopter came in yeah. and they saved the kid. At but, least you know there's yeah. a happy ending when it's called Rescue. Yes. It's, yeah, title, it's, right? it's not called Kid Died in a Sandcastle 911. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> was the working title for the show. Yeah. Um, do you did you watch the Never Ending Story? Remember yes. that movie? There's no. a scene where all these horses. It came out in 1984. It's a kid movie, but all the it's horses the best movie. they fall into this pit of quicksand and they all die. And it quicksand. And then I saw Jumanji. The horse gets stuck in the quicksand, and yeah. you, the horse and it's like it's terrible. Like yeah, it's, think, the horse can't do anything, and the horse it's is horrifying. Stuck quicksand, in the quicksand has who, who been put a the thing. quicksand there. Elmer's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then in Jumanji, there was quicksand. So quicksand yeah. has just always been the mummy, Indiana Jones, a, a really scary thing for me, like a concept that I could understand how, how you could die just sinking into sinking sand. slowly. So this Slow happened burn. in Thompson this weekend. A kid on his way home from playing basketball with a friend on Saturday saw a big giant puddle, ran over to jump in it, oh. 
and it was a sinkhole. Oh, not a puddle. That's oh, a lot of water. My God. Man, his parents must have been concerned when he turned up in, like, Manila. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Where did he go? How did, how did our son jump all the way through the Earth's crust? Oh, my gosh. This kid looks like he's, like, eight years old, and his he had a friend with him, thank God, who tried to pull him out, and the kid kept sinking, sinking deeper. And in the pictures, he's up to his chest in water in a sinkhole in a big parking lot in the middle of Thompson. Weird. Uh, fire crews had to go down there and ended up rescuing him and pulling oh him out. But the, it's just, like, one of those childhood fears was sink, like, This kid actually sand. looks like he's enjoying it. <laughs> Yeah, his buddy's standing there kind of laughing at him in the corner while the, while the well, fire, he was fire like crew Narnia, is... So, I mean, I'm yeah. it. <laughs> Boy, I wonder if the Canada goose that I saw yesterday by uh, the old Lips at Hall at the corner of uh, Grant and Keniston, I wonder if that goose was regretting his decision to come back in this <laughs> no kidding, show. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Usually when they come back, like you think, oh, great, spring's here. The what geese wouldn't be here if the spring wasn't coming. you think they would know by now. Yeah. I don't know what the average life expectancy of a Canada goose is, but I can imagine that, uh, you know, they probably come back the same time to the same place every okay. year. Now, what? I got a question about this. Okay. So, okay, when the goose go, when the goose go south, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They, Where do they geese, go? Geese, they go to like Florida. Okay. They're so like old say, people. Like, that's say, why they call sure. them snowbirds. They're going to winter in the Florida, right? Yeah. So let's say, okay, geese going flying down south, right? Yeah. Now, winter's over. Spring comes, Yeah, right? like, like oh, to a week ago. Right. Yeah. Beautiful time in spring. They come here. Now, are you telling me that the same goose that used to wake me up last summer yeah. is the same goose that is waking me up this this spring. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah, he 100%. hates you. He hates you. No, there's no way that the it's geese the that goose. the geese are going. Like, it's only like, they have, like a summer home and a winter home, they do. and they know they where they're going. Come on. Oh my god, they do, Turnbull. They might. They might. Oh, when they yeah. migrate. They even their babies. They will come back and give lay their eggs in the exact same spot that they were born. No way. They do. Yeah. They can 100%. smell. They, can, they know the ground. They know like the. Do you think you know, they, the, they take the, the same creek? flight path yes. the entire time? Oh, exactly. they, they get stuck in the jet stream. Like some, <laughs> well, come sometimes, on. sometimes they fly over Thunder Bay. Sometimes they they get swallowed up and thrown. Uh, you know, over the western part of North Dakota, Williston, and they get dropped in this way. It's just whichever way the jet stream's going, but they come back. Well, I, yeah. like, I know that geese come back, but I'm like, you know, if the, if, who's to say that the goose that left Winnipeg last year doesn't end up in, you know, Thunder, Thunder Bay this year? Like, no, well, no Thunder they, Bay sucks. they won't. <laughs> Thunder Bay sucks. Even the geese won't go. <laughs> <laughs> Even the geese know that Thunder Bay is way more dangerous than Winnipeg. No, they do. They come to the exact same spot. It was a couple of years ago. There was a, a, a goose that was uh, nesting and coming back to the same spot. And it was just off Plessy Road. And it was right on the side of the road because there used to be a pond there. They always nest next to, next to water. And they were trying to move it. But every year, the geese would come back because it was dangerous. It was right by the side of the road because some construction had happened over time. They were in the middle of this construction area. and they But the geese every year they'd be born there and the babies would fly back. But how do you know it's the same goose from the year it. before? That's what my Because you're right, it. that geese want to lay their eggs by the water. I get all that, but yeah. every goose does it's that. It's the exact same goose that come back to the same spot. It's Larry. They do. Come on. Yeah. They do. You I, can Google I, it. I'd like to track so. it. I'd like to put a like a ribbon on a goose. They do that. They totally do that. That's how they track the, the migration path. Why not do uh, a GoPro? Yeah. <laughs> strap on the a stupid GoPro. head of a, a cobra chicken. Good luck trying to get it on, though. <laughs> 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 Stupid geese. I mean, I hate geese, but I, I do think that they're, I give them enough credit that they have their winter home and their summer home. I, would, I don't know. We're getting lots of textures saying, yeah, they know to come back to the exact same spot. It's the same family. Yeah.
Um, because other, I just know that other animals do do it, like killer whales. They go down to Mexico, they chill, whatever. Um, and then they flip flop seasons. They come up here, uh, like to Vancouver Island kind of yeah. thing. And there's a resident pod. Like they literally, there'll be like 40, 50 whales that, that travel together and they hang out there. I'm assuming the geese, like they, they probably pick up some stragglers. It's like a pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, when you're going from like a, a bunch of different pubs in the city. Were you on the bus, the first bar? Yeah, <laughs> wait a second. No, we picked this guy up downtown at the McLaren. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, this, this is Bob. He's yeah. with us now for the night. But even uh, monarch monarch butterflies, the exact same spot they go to every year in New Mexico. Okay, another goose question for you. Okay, because these geese they they terrorize me. I don't like geese. Oh, they're all, they're always up back. So when they're doing their flying V, yeah. Do you think it's the same leader each time? No, they take turns. How do you know that? Democracy. <laughs> they they all take turns. Yeah, they vote the guy in. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. yeah, like do you think that it's the same guy who's like, follow me? Well, for this could, year? you know what? And honestly, it could be. I I don't know for sure for fact, but I do think that there probably is a leader. Like any organization, like Brian Pallister, ha ha. That's why you see some of these idiots sometimes flying in circles and they don't know where they're going. You know the old question, right? Classic dad joke. You know why there's more ducks on one side or geese flying on the on the flying V? Because there's more geese on that side. But in this case, it's because Brian Pallister's running things and he's got it all screwed up. With geese, it's like the dumb goose running things like, duh, duh, I don't know. Uh, Doug Ford's just going in circles, and circles, and circles. I feel like you guys give these geese too much credit. No, they do. Uh, the Great Migration, David Attenborough. Give it a watch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so we are learning about Canada geese and uh, how mad they must be that they came back to people golfing and people outside tanning in their yard. And it was like 16 degrees at one point, I think. Maybe even a little bit warmer. Maybe we hit 20. And then now it's like straight up winter again. So now they're all confused. Now, I was reading about uh, Canada geese. So um, geese do apparently return to the same nesting sites every year. Okay, that's that's established. Right. Okay. This is one thing, and I and I I really wonder um, who compiled this and why this would be in the six amazing things about Canada geese uh-huh. put out by Fairmont Hot Springs Resort. Oh, okay. so you've yeah. got tours from all over the planet coming to this nice resort, Fairmont Hot Springs. One of the frequently asked questions that made the six amazing things about Canada geese: the question, what happens when a goose loses its flock? Answer, when a Canada goose loses its mate or its eggs, they have been observed to mourn. They remove themselves from the flock and stay by themselves and swim around in despair, honking mournfully. Wow. <laughs> so remember that, Turnbull, when you're out there yelling at those geese and there's one going, oh, oh, by himself. Oh, by himself. <laughs> he lost his friends and family in the jet stream. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, another one got sick. strung through the grill of a, a Peterbilt semi on the highway. Thermal's oh, oh. out there like, ah. <laughs> screw you and your family. <laughs> so the NHL trade deadline yesterday. Um, Winnipeg Jets pretty idle. They uh, made one pickup. Yeah. Right. They brought in uh, the guy, the only guy on Vancouver who avoided COVID. Yeah, it seems like uh-huh. it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordy Ben. Uh, I don't know if that was the, the mission of the Jets to set out and only get that piece to their puzzle for I, this cup run. I don't think it was, and we'll talk uh, with Sean Reynolds on Thursday about it, but they needed to, sh- to to bring in a defenseman, so, I mean, I guess you could check that box, but I think they wanted somebody who could slide into their top six, and I don't think Jordy Ben is that guy. That said, I don't think the market was really uh, – 
a good one for anybody looking for defensemen yesterday. They were either asking too much or it's such a weird time too with the whole COVID situation because if you bring in a guy from the States, they got to quarantine for seven days before they can even join your team. And already you're looking at, we're only a few weeks away from playoffs starting. So there was a, it was a few factors, but uh, I mean, they got their defenseman, whether it was the defenseman they should have gotten or not. I don't know. That's it, right? Like when you look at some of the D-men that went around the league, like, you know, Jordy Ben, Madison Bowie, Hayden Fleury, uh, Eric Goodbranson, Ben Hutton, Eric Gustafson. These guys all moved yesterday. Yeah. Um, None of those guys, you know, top talent by any means. No. Um, the guys that were out there that were rumored, like the Josh Manson from Anaheim, they wanted a first-round pick and a high prospect, and right? they didn't Which, want to come to Winnipeg. And that would be another thing, yeah. <laughs> but mainly because, like, a guy like Eric Stahl, who came from, uh, who went to Montreal a couple weeks ago, one of the reasons he had, you know, no Canadian teams on his list was because of the, it was a 14-day quarantine. He had right. hockey players, they didn't want to sit out for two weeks, right? Sure. Now it's only a week, but still, that's still... Uh, puts how many jobs are like that? And, you know, it's like, hey, listen, you got to sit out for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Be like, oh, okay, I'll take a, take <laughs> oh, a bit no. of a break. Yeah. yeah. That hotel for two weeks, though, will get pretty boring, I think. You yeah. can't leave your hotel. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the hotel that a guy who makes $7 million a year is going to afford is going to be a little bit different than the a Motel 4 that you're going to stay at. <laughs> yeah, but listen, you stayed at that hotel that some of these players stay when they come to Winnipeg, and you didn't have a very good time there. Hey! So let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Point well taken. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Brandon Montour, another defenseman that was out there yesterday. Again, like you're right, the trade deadline, nobody's ever really happy, but I, I think it made it a little more uh, of a tough pill to swallow yesterday when the Jets came out and absolutely crapped the bed <laughs> yeah. against oh. Ottawa, the worst team in the league, basically. Oh. Yeah, you give up, four, I mean, they, they're up 2-0, two, two and they give up four straight to Ottawa, and you're wondering, like, listen, Connor Hellbuck, probably one of, if not the best goaltenders in the league right now, and in the world even, and uh, he's been stealing a lot of games for the Jets this year, and he can't keep doing that. That's why they need to shore up the defense because their forward group is no problem. They're going to keep scoring goals, um, but they got to shore up that defense, and then when you see what happens yesterday and they only bring in Jordy Ben, and you're like, Ugh, maybe they needed a little bit more help back there. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, so, yeah, you know, again, a, a big day as far as uh, hockey goes. It's nice to have something to kind of channel our focus on mm-hmm. uh, only because, uh, you know, of the – rest of the world and things going on. What? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's that's the scary thing. I, I don't think anybody really that's like, well, what's going on? Let's just like go into this rabbit hole of hockey. Yeah, I don't get like, it. Let's just fall into it. Uh, by the way, Patrick Laine last night scores the, the oh. highlight reel goal of his season. Dude. Just to think, if this guy would have been able to do that last week, he wouldn't have had to be in Columbus because somebody would have traded for him. <laughs> Uh, Something cool. This is some new high-tech development that we could be seeing by Christmas time. Uh, It's a new type of material, a high-tech garment, where you could pretty much wear your smartphone. So this came out in Japan. They made the announcement yesterday. Uh, They're saying this garment can improve safety for cyclists, motorists, emergency responders. It's basically like you're wearing the screen. So Uh it's new fabric that they have taken with luminescent fibers and weaved it with cotton, so like a coat. And uh, you can basically wear your phone so it would show up on your sleeve like you know like you know in some movies where it's like beep boop 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 you pull it up on your arm and you check the map oh I'm well, here you go this way mm. I've sent you a link in your email if you want to check out pictures because it actually looks really cool so it looks like a jacket that glows in the dark and it, it's uh, powered by solar 
So you never have to charge your jacket to plug it in or anything like that. But you would. What well, if to- you live in Vancouver, where like <laughs> where only people that could afford this live? They're saying that this is actually going to be fairly af- affordable. They're really? saying that the, it's not that expensive because it's just cotton material laced with like these luminescent fibers that would light up uh, in the dark. But this picture has a guy on a motorcycle looking at his wrist. Like, is <laughs> that really the best? Like, I, I know somebody that <sighs> they had their motorcycle out the other day and they bought this case and I can't remember what it's called, but the case clips onto the motorcycle thing and the case was like X amount of dollars and the holder itself is quite expensive. So you can have your GPS. So it's the same that, like how you put it in a car, right? Exactly. But this one's for But obviously motorcycle. with motorcycles, there's no vents to stick right, it in. Right, well, I right. would assume that they would, they're telling you like, you know, to pull over or if you're lost, but this way you're not carrying, like, I know for guys, it's kind of a pain to carry your phone around all the time. Time. It's not always the best option. At least really, yeah, purses. I just keep it in the pocket. Like when I'm on my bike, which is I'm assuming this would be what you would use it for mm-hmm. mostly, right? I mean, I just got my phone in my pocket and I never really have to look at the map because I know where I'm going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, they said this, it survived a thousand cycles of bending, stretching, pressing. The brightness Whoa. remained after washing and drying. So you can throw it right in the washer with your regular clothes. They're saying that this is going to be uh, the next best thing because it's one less thing mm. to carry around and it's convenient right on your coat. You always have it with you. I don't know. So your phone would still have to be near it though to get to to be a, like connected to the shirt, I assume, right? Like you couldn't Bluetooth connection. It probably requires. Yeah, so you'd still have to have your, your phone. You're still your phone's still on you. It, it would have to be. Well, they're saying you would need to carry your phone, so I'm assuming it would be like you would basically. It's probably like a cloud. Now. You could open up. You know, how you can open your like on your laptop. You don't have to have your phone to open up your laptop to get it to work. You would just pre-connect right. it all. Just sign in. So as long as you're you're driving around in hot spots or you've connected your coat, I guess you should be able to pick up regular <laughs> Wi-Fi. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like you would with your phone driving around. Yeah. But is there Wi-Fi everywhere? I don't have no. Wi-Fi. Some, some, some countries, some countries there do. are. Some countries really? there are. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of places I've traveled where you're just like you're walking around and your phone just picks up free Wi-Fi that it's paid for. It's oh. weird. I think That's actually I think actually Regina has free Wi-Fi for <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's not terrible. Even Regina. <laughs> free Wi-Fi for everybody. <laughs> I thought you I thought you were gonna say some country somewhere far. I'm like <laughs> Those knuckle draggers down Highway 1 West. Yeah, yeah, they actually have it there. Oh. Robots are taking over the world, man. It's happening. It's happening now. We Last week, remember we were wondering, I thought like Amazon was going to start delivering things by drones. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what's happening with that, but the uh, in Houston, starting this week, Domino's Pizza delivering pizzas with a robot car. Oh yeah, I've seen oh. I've seen the trials of this, right? Yeah, so Where it they, just rolls up and then a, some arm comes Exactly. Out. So they like they partnered with them back, I think it was even like twenty eighteen as far, far back as that. But uh, this is what they're actually rolling it out this week in Houston. So the way it works, you place an order online and then uh, you opt in to have the car um, delivered to you. So then you get a like a pin code, and then when the car rolls up, there's like a little touch screen on the car. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. You type in your pin code, doors open up, pizzas are right there. So it's not the size of an actual car, though, right? It's like a little... Well, it's oh. the size of like a, mm, a small weird. car. No, it was like a Ford Fusion or something. It looks... It's like a little... It? Po- no, it it's, it's like a little missile. Like a, smaller? Yeah, it's like a little pod sort Just of thing. remember the it's last weird. video that I saw that was... Uh, yeah, it was more like a, a real car. So this must be a different... Uh, Nero is the uh, is the type of... Or the, the company, at least, that, with, that has come up with this car. Um, Big brand. And yeah, they must, a lot they of those be, on the roads. They must be. They're the first. They they have like uh, like they're driverless, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's a like a robot. Like I don't know how it works. It's all on autom- yeah. o- autonomous, right? Yeah. So you know they've they've got approval, or whatever, to to be able to have these things go. But uh, if this, I mean, this is where they're testing it out, right? They're testing it in one spot, one city. 
to see, you know, how it works. It'd be so weird to see that little robot pod just like you passing it on the road because it obviously goes pretty slow and I imagine you'd be going around it because it's I small. Guess. But like that thing would never work here in the winter. Plus no knowing way. that it's right got, now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, no it would kidding. just get stuck. There'd be just pizza everywhere. No, knowing <laughs> that there's pizza inside that thing too. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And if you're like a, a bad guy like a pizza thief like if you're a pizza rat yeah you would just simply follow that's this what thing. i mean man you just yeah. follow this <laughs> neuro to the house yes right yeah. it's crazy do you see that thing that i tweeted out this morning i saw that too that's, that's crazy i'm saying these robots are taking robots over. man robot dogs have you seen this no robot dogs so. in new york city it looks like like george orwell if you, if everyone sh- so you can actually hear george orwell yeah. screaming yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is insanity. Uh, these robot police dogs just busted this guy. I guess it was yesterday. I'm just watching this video of the cops taking this guy out. I'm like, okay, what's this? And all of a sudden, robot oh, dog. They're the ones that like from those from Black Mirror. They look like there's an they episode of Black like that, Mirror yeah. about this. So okay, okay the video yeah. that you tweeted out. Yeah. Now, the, is the guy that's walking up behind it? Is he controlling it with a with like a like a remote control sort oh, of thing? I, I see. I I think I don't know. Must be. Yeah. Probably. But he's he's doing if you watch it and watch him he's doing it very casually. No, that's a casual operator. Yeah, that guy must be really good at video games. <laughs> he's like got to use his joystick for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station, ninety-two-one City. Driving into the city on the highway number seven road doesn't even look like it's plowed the highway. And yet, when there was no snow, I seen the, the plow trucks out pushing gravel off the side of the road, shooting sparks up everywhere. I probably could have lit my smoke off that blade. It would have been so hot. I guess you boys spent all your uh, your budget money when there was no snow, and now there's snow, and you can't afford to plow the road. Great plan, and great plan, and RM boys. Man, could you imagine doing hot knives off a snowplow blade? Oh, my God. He's so high. You're going to need a little more than a two-liter pop bottle yeah. cut off to protect your lips from that one. Blades, jeez. Hey, I got a message out there for all you pro-maskers. Why don't you all just stay home so everyone else can live a normal life if you're so scared? <laughs> You're so scared because I'm super tough. Yeah. D-bag. <laughs> you can tell because I don't care about others. Just leave all of us without masks on together outside all oh. together. Yeah. We won't get sick. Well, actually, somebody did bring up a, somebody did bring up a, a point here, a couple points. Hey, guys. Uh, third wave. Oh, God. Here we go again. Please elaborate on this. I'll be listening to you guys. So I'm told. Yeah. Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate on. There's a third Elaborate. wave. <laughs> yeah, it started. The numbers went up because of Easter, so we're around 112. I don't think it's just because of Easter. I think it's no. this this the variant Everything. and stuff, right? Yeah. Everything's yeah. closing in on us. Yeah. Yeah. Make I mean, sure. What do you do? People are still traveling. Yeah. Like exactly. people are still coming in unaccounted for out west, like with, yeah. with no, you know, they're not checking in and like yeah. yeah. man. What are you gonna do? You know, like if they're not going to step up provincial enforcement, first of all, they're, if they're not going to step up jabbing us with needles, then yeah, step up provincial exactly. enforcement. Yeah. If they're not going to do that, then step up the needles. Uh-huh. And if you're not going to do that, then <laughs> do enforcement. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Do you understand how people want to protest things that they don't agree with? Like, well, you know, but here we are with this, these health orders in place and wear a mask to save lives. People get in an uproar and they go protest. They don't wear masks. They have all these gatherings. Why does the government do this? Obviously, you take their names down, give them tickets, violations, fines, whatever, and then send their names to a hospital 
and medical facilities. So when they get sick and they want to go get medical treatment, they will have their name in the database. They say, well, you know what? F*** you. You violated the protection orders in place, health restrictions, so forth. You didn't wear a mask. You will not get medical attention. Oh, everybody's tough with no mask until they're on a ventilator. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Look at me. Yeah. You can yeah. tell by my signs and my rage that I got from Facebook that I'm crazy. I can't believe this, the whole mask thing is still such a hot topic. Like, I know. It doesn't, even, it. It, it doesn't even phase me anymore that everyone's wearing masks or that I put a mask on to go into a, a building. I, oh, like, exactly. it's, just, it's so normal now. And I'm liking it a little bit more. Like, I, I don't mind it. now. You're I don't, liking I don't, it. Well, I don't mind, a, yeah, because I don't got to, like, worry about looking gross. If I got to oh. run to the store, I can wear my yeah, that's what know, I'm worried about stupid too. pajamas. <laughs> and be like, I don't care. No one knows it's me. Yeah. Is that, yeah. I, I love it. Uh, yeah. What a bunch of freaking traitors picking Metallica over BTO. My God, she'd be ashamed picking a song that they didn't even write. Wow. Whoa. See, this is Winnipeg's favorite rock song. Uh, again, feel free to comment on the Bone phone anytime you're unhappy with a, a result at 780-Bone, 780-2663. What was the Metallica song that well, they didn't write? Uh, whiskey in a Jar. Oh, in the jar. gotcha, gotcha. Probably. I mean, I don't know if there are ones, but I'm sure it was whiskey. It's got to be. Whiskey. <laughs> and uh <laughs> oh this is so good i just i just love this we'll wrap up the bone phone here today call us anytime anytime you have anything for us oh everyone hey i've got great news my sister's having a baby i'm gonna be a dad i'm gonna be a dad <laughs> The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-Bone. 780-2663. 92-1-City. The Open Tech. On 92-1-City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Gear up local for spring adventures with new spring stock arriving weekly. Check us out at prairiesummitshop.com. Okay, 762 uh, Open Text is upon us, and we have tons of messages here to get through today. So can you guys settle a debate between my hubby and I? Is Monster Truck good or crap? The band? The yeah. Awesome. I, I like them, yeah. 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 I, I love like Monster, Monster Truck. Truck, too. Big fan. I was uh, I was buddies with them back when Jer and Cool Steve were in a band called The Reason back in the, the Hamilton days. Uh, and, they came uh, here and did an interview with uh, Adam in the Afternoon, so they were awesome. They were really cool. Oh, they're really they're funny. Very they funny. showed up, like, really hungover and jammed, and they were cool, yeah. Yeah, they're really good dudes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's right or wrong. Let us know. 762 We raised goslings in northern Manitoba at our farm. They come back every year. We banded their feet. <laughs> I can't wrap my oh. head around it. Should have banded their feet together. Watch them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. I think guys. it makes me even more mad knowing that the geese are the same geese that terrorize me every year. Oh, yeah. They know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they that you. makes me more mad now. Like, hey, Red. Hey, Red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know. Uh, geese alternate leading the way to break the wind. <laughs> Maybe when one of them breaks wind, the other one ah, gets out yes. of the way. Ah. Uh, cobra chickens also mate for life. That another text message, 762555. Yes, That's cute. do, yeah. <laughs> this is good. Texter 414. There are no farms in northern Manitoba. <laughs> well, there's a goose farm. You know, there's lots of land. Uh, yeah. Right? There's huge farms. Northwest, like, a, no? I know forestry, obviously, is a massive industry. I would assume. There's lots of acreages and stuff out there. Yeah, when they say northern Manitoba, maybe they, don't they mean like, refer to yeah. the inner lake. Maybe they're in Asher. Yeah, they don't mean, I don't think they mean Churchill. No, no, because that's 
frozen tundra. Yeah. Turnbull. Yeah. yeah. That's you can't grow saying. anything up so there. So when they say northern Manitoba, I don't think they're meaning ch- Churchill. No. Um, you need garlic butter on grilled cheese instead of real butter. Ooh, that sounds... Garlic butter's always better. Oh, yeah. GB. Yeah. God bless. Garlic butter. <laughs> Popcorn and mayo salad. Dot, dot, dot. No, what? thanks. What? That sounds awful. Ew. Why would you ever put mayo on popcorn to begin with? Oh, dude, this is a thing. This is a big thing. Another TikTok um, trend? Is it? Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Food Network's website. Yeah, so it's a Food Network thing. Popcorn and mayo. That's disgusting. Oh, Texter 414 is back. Ashburn's not northern Manitoba. No, I know, but to city people, some parts of the interlake, like if you go north of Warren, Manitoba on Highway 6, there are people who are like, oh, that's way up north. I have people that think I live far, and I live in St. James. <laughs> so I'm like, far. you you live in Charleswood. It's literally across a river. <laughs> That's funny. Um, 762-555 for text messages here. Wish the Jets traded for Milan Lucic. He's so fast and has silky mitts. Oh, he's so good. He's uh, playing his thousandth game tonight, too. Is he actually? Ooh. Yeah. That's impressive for that goon. Goon. <laughs> <laughs> he's slow. Like, I mean, hey, there was a time when the NHL, like, the, he he worked in the NHL, right? <coughs> when he was with Boston, like, that, he, it worked. Uh, that NHL Four has... 30 goals once anyway, didn't he? I think even maybe more than that. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, that NHL is long gone now, though, and that's why he looks so out of place now. <laughs> Remember yeah. uh, last year, he hadn't scored in, like, the first three months of the season, whatever, before kind of COVID hit. And it was like, Milan Lucic finally hit the net last night. It was him like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he like <laughs> crashed into the goalie. Like, <laughs> Lucic kisses his sister. <laughs> actually, here, no, we actually have uh, audio of Milan Lucic. Hello, everyone. Hey. I've got great news. My sister's having a baby. It's in Calgary last night. I'm gonna be a dad! I'm gonna be a dad! (laughs) Milan Lucic, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) announcing to the city of Calgary from a bridge, high atop a bridge, that he's gonna be a father. (laughs) Would you prefer to live 500 years in the future or 500 years in the past? Past, only because I don't know what the future holds. Uh, yeah, but remember the past, uh, 1400s. You got uh, British Empire rule. You're basically living in a in a, like a bunch of, in the forest. Yeah, Nottingham sure. Forest. Like but life's rough, man. Man, you might there might not even be people here in 500 years. Yeah, your so. life expectancy back then in like 1400s, whatever 1500s was like like you would have been dead for 11. like 20 years. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great thought though, Uh-oh. if I do say so. Mm. And, and I address the Manitoba government on this one. I feel like, you know, I, I've thought more about the Manitoba government more in the last, like, few months than I ever have. Yes. Like, it's normally just to set it and forget it. You know, they're going to be kind of useless and whatever, do <laughs> dumb political things and, like, whatever, right? Line their pockets, pay for their dry cleaning, whatever. Like, all this crap, right? So, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we're just, like, on them all the time now because we have nothing else to focus our energy on. And it's easy to be. It's easy to be honest. Oh, yeah. Right? We want to put blame for this pandemic on somebody. It's not our fault. It's the government's no. fault. In fact, it's actually all our it's fault. It's all our fault. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in fact, um, <laughs> yes. But I, I thought, you know, the Manitoba government, if they want to, if we inevitably go into this sort of third shutdown of sorts, we don't know how grave it's going to be, but if they really want to ensure people don't go out Yes, you can um, hope for five inches of snow in April 
or yeah. May or June. Yeah. That will work. That will work for keeping people inside. But also, what about making the campsite booking website just a little crappier? <laughs> oh. You know, you're keeping at least 100,000 people on their computer screens, not leaving their house. My buddy sat on that stupid thing for nine hours yesterday. Nine hours. And you know what he got? Dick. Really? <laughs> really? No, I didn't get nothing. No. I was 10 minutes late to the start, and we got 34,000 tickets. Like, no. Yeah. BS. Nothing. He's like, oh, like, yeah. Like, He's like, I got one place, uh, non-service site, which doesn't help him because he's got a trailer. Yeah. Like, that. that's not glamping. No. no. You can't glamp if you, you can't, can't plug, plug in. in. Yeah. No, if you don't have Wi-Fi, you're not camping. That's crazy, That's man. not camping. That's, that's just ridiculous. Everyone has Wi-Fi at the campsites now. <laughs> Which Nine hours fun. to wait on wait online. Wait around for that. It's the same system from like last <laughs> last, last week with little dots. Yeah. That you, to tell his boss, sorry, I can't come in today. <laughs> the boss is like, well, if you don't come in, then don't bother coming in ever again. He's like, I don't care. I need a camping spot. I'm number 77,000. I'm going to be up today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, luckily he got one of the non-electrical uh, sites. Or too bad he didn't, I guess, more so that uh, he's going to be living there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the campsites. Just <laughs> like Hotel California, never checking out you know, once you check in. That's it for us. You have a good one. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow, Wednesday. And, uh, man, old stinky shoes. Who doesn't love them? Uh, me? What? Oh. <laughs> well, more on that tomorrow. Arena, TJ and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.